Now return to The Mike Celtic Show on 102.5 The Bone. Seven twelve on the Mike Calder Show. It's one hundred two five. The Bone. I hope this comes to uh, town. Maybe at the Straz or something. The uh, musical that they're doing on the Huey Lewis and the News music. I actually have a list of musicals I want to see. This yeah, year. I want to see the Back to the Future one. Break it down. I want to see the uh, <laughs> Huey Lewis one. I've already seen Hamilton twice. And I only, only fell asleep once. I got to tell you, uh, I did not see Hamilton, the play, but it yeah. was on, what, Netflix or Disney. HBO or something? Disney, Disney? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was rough. I, I the, When I saw it in the theater for the first time, I liked it. In the theater, I yeah. think it would make a lot more sense. Not, not make sense, but, like, it makes sense to be in the theater. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you see a live performance, you're doing it, whatever, but yeah, it did not carry well on TV. I think you're only appreciating that if you've already been to see it live. Yeah, you know on I mean? TV. Yeah, yeah when yeah. you're watching TV, like, you're a fan, and that's why you're watching Because I was like, I don't I don't get why people are interested in this. Yeah. So I saw it twice. I think one time I went with uh, Tony, maybe, because we happen to be in the city, and Tony's brother works in Broadway, and we got tickets. You don't have to make an excuse for two white guys going to see <laughs> no. Hamilton. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> the one we went to see was the one with, where he was crying and all that. Uh, Tony? You, not with me, but he had seen it prior. He goes, oh, you cry the whole time. <sighs> it, what was the one The one where the guy <laughs> drops the note, and uh, he was thinking about killing himself, and he writes a note, Dear Evan Hansen. Uh, and and uh, we go see it, and... Not only did I fall asleep, but the guy on stage is acting, you know, was the original guy who did it. And he was acting so well and cries so much on stage that he snotted one time all over his hand. Like, he's got real tears up there. And Tony was like, the first time I saw it, I was so emotional and blah, blah, blah. And I get it because Tony has two young kids, too, you know. And I went and saw it and I was like, yeah, I didn't. He goes, how many times did you cry? I go, not once. No, I'm just not a crier. I get sad and stuff. I Sometimes I want to cry at the dumbest things, but I'm not like a typical crier. And I, I didn't, I didn't care. But that was the one where afterwards I went on the stage to see like a little backstage tour. And while I'm on the stage, and it's me and Tony, and then Hugh Jackman came out, and I was like, "He's so tall." That's pretty cool. So, yeah, every time I, the last three times I went to New York, I ran into Hugh Jackman at restaurants or whatever. It's so funny. Maybe that's why he got divorced. <clears throat> well, you know, <laughs> well. I did. The last time was him and his wife. Oh, so, yeah. He. It was so funny because the restaurant that I was at, that Hugh Jackman was eating at. He, um, across the street from us was Kanye and Kim went in there to eat. It was the day that Kanye was hosting Saturday Night Live. And it, I mean, there was 400 people outside waiting, paparazzi and just people. And I couldn't, I couldn't understand why people were doing this. And Hugh Jackman's like, so they're just waiting. And I go, yeah. And uh, I go, they're just waiting. And he's like, ah, okay. I mean, I, 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 I get it. It's stupid. Anyway, I would have liked to have seen her come out you know what i mean i wouldn't have been mad at checking her out mm-hmm. <clears throat> i'm telling you i think she's one of the most i don't care how much work went into it she's almost perfect yeah it's funny because years and years and years ago we were talking about something i said about kim kardashian and ralphie may goes ah she's ugly and i go Ralph, well i go come on can i tell you something i don't think i don't think that he meant she was ugly. i think what he was saying was is that she's so fake looking mm-hmm. you don't it mm-hmm. which was completely opposite of the, of the thing but what i will say was I've been in the room with her on two different occasions, and there were 10-year separation, 
and it's a way bigger difference. Like the first time I saw her was at the Hard Rock. I just talked about this recently. Her and Reggie Bush got out of the uh, limo behind me, and she just looked like a, a little girl with a watermelon in her ass. And she yeah. still had the big bad eyebrows, and she wasn't that. I mean, she was hot. But she wasn't what she is today. Like now I but think she's perfect. It's funny because people change with the times. So even like girls that were hot back then, you look at them now and you're like, oh, my God, they're so much hotter because they're in this time. Yeah. You're in this time. You look at pictures back then. There was a uh, picture. Somebody put up a thing and said, why uh, didn't uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet? Why weren't they ever a thing? But they were always like together because Titanic was such a big thing. But it had pictures of them through the years. And you think Leonardo DiCaprio was always a handsome dude, which he was. And he was but a goofy in, little kid. But in 2006, he had like a fat face yeah. and he had like dumb hair. But at the time, that was the hairstyle, whatever. But you look at him and you go, look at him, look at him now. He's like distinguished and looks better or whatever. But then it was just some fat kid that was like, rare, rare. I'm Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Don't afraid to cry on camera. Uh, yeah. Oh, whatever. He, uh, it just, it, she's to me, I think. When I look at, I have a picture of her on my desktop where I'm like, she's the hottest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she really is. Is it next to your folder of kids? <laughs> my kids. Oh, oh, no. Just make I was referencing, I had made a folder on my computer <laughs> so that I could all put all the picture of my children. I can put them all in one folder and I wrote kids on it. And then I went and I changed it to my kids. Yeah. And maybe looks... just put uh, family. Yeah. 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 Well, or no, like their names. Se- no, because it's separate. There's family pictures with all of us. And then there's kids' pictures. Because I have kids' pictures from when they were little to when they were older. That sounds like it'll hold up in court. They're just my kids. <laughs> just mine. I made them. Anyway. You made the pictures? No. no I hate everybody on the show. <laughs> so hard. So hard. So hard. Carmen, I, don't look bl- out for you. I don't blame you for hating us. Yeah. <laughs> See? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, did we check in with Galvin? No. Nope. Let's do that now. with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Uh, today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. You have a little while until Black Friday, but not a Pelt. They're, they have their pre-Black Friday sales event happening right now where you can get huge discounts in there, and they're changing every single day. They have in-store clearances, they have online specials, and it's all leading up to their massive Black Friday week that is going to be happening at Pelt Shoes. And, of course, right now you got the Pelt's points, uh, the Pelt's perks program going on where you can get Pelt's points for discounts on future purchases. So whenever you stop at the Pelt's, Make sure you whisper my name, Galvin. Galvin. You're going to get $5 off your uh, first purchase, and then you're going to get 25 points automatically deposited into your Pelts Points account for future discounts. There you go. Pelt shoes. Get them at Pelts. The triple P. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so in news today, mm. let me pull it up real quick. Yeah. Uh, the House on Tuesday voted to approve a stopgap funding measure that would avert a government shutdown. Oh, it's going to shut down. It's going to shut down. Uh, The measure, which passed uh, by a 336 to 95 bipartisan margin, now heads to the Senate, which must approve the resolution and send it to President Joe Biden's desk before 12.01 a.m. Eastern time on Saturday. It is a 2,000-page document. That's how they always do. They have a bunch of stuff in there. Come on, man. I, yeah. I can't read this whole <laughs> yeah, thing. Come on. You're midnight. Come on. Uh, let's get serious. Come on. Yeah. It's, uh, pretty, uh, it's pretty awful. And then don't threaten me with the shutdown. Shut it down. Yeah. I, I wish they would shut it down because I, I guarantee you we don't need them for a lot of stuff. I got to tell you, West Wing is such a good show that I've watched it a few times. Like, I don't even think I watched it when his initial run was on. I watched it again. But it's, uh, I think it's on Netflix still. Watch it. It still holds up. But there is a great 
uh, episode where they're having a shutdown and what the president uh, does. It's uh, a, it's a good move. Uh, yeah, I like it. I, I got to tell you, Jeb Bartlett was running for president. I'd vote for him. It, Martin Sheen. <laughs> yeah, he's in, man. <laughs> I don't trust you. Uh, no, uh, no, because you said you were not voting in the presidential election until Joe Biden ran. Then Joe Biden ran. You still didn't vote for him. But I said that when uh, I was 12 and he was 65. Right. You know what I mean? So we both grew up and then it didn't work out. Mm. He had a late start. I liked Joe Biden when I was younger and he was younger. Fighting Joe. Yeah. Yeah. And then he got, we both got older and he got really older. It's like when you look at pictures of girls from back in the day and they're not, you look at it now and they're not as hot as they were before. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Leo had a fat face. A uh, new study found that the average American tips at least five people a week, and half of us are having tipping fatigue now. 53% say they're fed up with it. Here are five more tipping trends to watch for. This is, it really is crazy because... Can I, can I interrupt you for a second? Because yeah. one thing that I do find is that there is a general idea of what what and who to tip. We all know. We right. don't tip our fast food people, blah, blah, blah. I also find that people are over-tipping. If you're having tipping fatigue, bring it back a little bit. Am I jumping the gun? I'm sorry. No, no, no. But that's a, you bring up a good point, and that is one of the points that they're talking about in here. But you, we don't tip our fast food workers. Yes, we do. Subway, Chipotle, like oh, all yeah. these I'm places have. McDonald's and the kind of fast food. Like yeah. McDonald's, yeah. Like the but, real fast fast foods don't do it yet. Yeah. I my feel thing like is, I've seen the tip jar at McDonald's. Oh, I'm sure. Maybe. I'm sure. Before, Maybe. Yeah. My thing is, is that. Um, I have been to places I've pulled up at valets or I did something and I don't have any cash and I go, I only have a dollar, you know, for my valet guy. And they're like, don't worry about it, man. It's no big deal. They, I think that they have a steady flow of money and they know you'll get them next time. So they don't really worry about it. And I'm always stressing out to make sure did I give them enough that I, but a tip is a tip and they, they're happy with anything. Uh, so I always, uh, tip on the way out uh, for, for valet. valet. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm pretty sure I valeted and they stole change out of my uh, Oh, really? Thing. Yeah, I'll tell you where. Uh, you after. Oh. Tip on the way out of the valet? Yeah. Not when yeah. you get in no. there? Yeah. Because yeah. they Which, all pull it. Like, they share it. So there's like five guys. So someone parks your car and then someone goes and gets mm-hmm. it. But they usually share it. The only way I tip beforehand is if I want to keep my car up front somewhere. Well, that's what I figured. Uh, in my mentality was you tip them as soon as you see them so they know and to it keep could, it. And it could make sense to do that. But then whenever you get your car, the guy's like, all right, well, thanks. Yeah, sure. that's true. You know yeah, I mean? totally. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I sometimes I'll pull up and. At a place, and they'll recognize me. And they'll, hey, we'll keep it up front. I'm like, all right, well, that's cost me. Because I usually, I usually tell them whenever I valet, I say, hey, I'll get cash and get you on the way out. Yeah. They're like, okay. You know? Yeah, I never valet. I never tip on the way in. I, I never I, for I, valet. I, I don't care if I have yeah. to wait a minute to get the car. I, think I always uh, tip before. So with tipping, they say, uh, why do we leave a tip when we don't really want to? Forty-three percent of people say they don't want to look like a jerk, and thirty-four percent just don't want to seem cheap. Yeah, you know, in front of other people, especially if you're with a girl and you don't tip. But she's like, oh, who's this guy? Well, what is the what is the place where you decide whether you want to tip? Like, if you're at a restaurant, you have no choice; you're tipping. Well, yeah, yeah, that's a unless good point. you get a bad well, service or something. I can tell you, I know someone who does shipped the the grocery shopping app. Yeah, and basically, if you're super rich, you don't tip. And if you live in a 55-plus community, no yeah, tips yeah, ever yeah. with And them. if you're foreign. A lot of... Uh, uh, some of the foreigners some, are picking up on it, yeah. Some, but a lot don't. And a lot... And by foreign, we mean Canadian. <laughs> really, yeah. But, uh, 70% of us uh, feel guilty if we don't leave a tip, especially if the uh, person is standing right in front of us. <laughs> totally. Well, sometimes I don't fall for that. If they if they do that thing where they just stand there and wait, I go, you want to watch? I'll just put in 15%. <laughs> so you know what I don't like? 
it, listen, I tip well. I yeah. know that I tip well, and this isn't like me bragging. I just but know you're it. in the service industry, right? You but you know what I don't like is whenever they take the uh, tip, or you know, if it's like at dinner or whatever, they take it and they never never come back. Oh, they assume. No, but I mean, they just don't even. I don't even know whether they're looking at it or uh, not. Yeah. Whatever, it's like. Yeah. I want to, I want to, yeah, thank you. Hey, this guy, here's yeah. this guy. This guy's tipping yeah. me good over here. Thanks, buddy. For real. Yeah, like, just a little acknowledgement. Yeah. My problem is, is when you, when you have a large party and they tip, but they don't tip 20%, they only tip like 15%. And they're like, well, now I got to, now I'm doing math. I got to figure out what's yeah. missing and add new money to it. And I'm like, God damn, just tip it the full 20. <laughs> yeah. And don't put your tip on there automatically because that throws everything off. Yeah. Just let me tip. I, I understand I that. You. I understand that most people aren't tipping properly, but I don't know. Have a special receipt for me, please. Uh, we're still. You should have to fill out a quiz when you're doing the. Uh, like you have to get three. You have to tell them you want a reservation. If you if your bill is ninety seven dollars and sixteen cents, how much would you leave? And you get three of those right, you get to make the reservation. Uh, so this goes to your point that you were making, Mike. We're we're still tipping waiters and waitresses more than we were pre pandemic, right? Uh, but it's fallen off. Forty two percent of us tip at least twenty percent now. That's down from fifty six percent in twenty twenty one. People in the Northeast tend to uh, be the best tippers at restaurants. They say we went to breakfast one time, and uh, we go to like a couple of different. Maybe three places for breakfast. We went to one, and Amanda goes, I like our waitress. Today is $50 tip day. And I went, $50 tip day? It's not even going to be $50 check day. And she's like, I don't know. I just feel like generous. I feel like tip. I was like, all right, $50 tip day. Well, then she tipped the girl the $50. It's like you said, she didn't say anything. We don't know that she even got it. We're like, yeah. did she get to keep the 50 now? I feel Aww. like we should just give her cash. Uh, my credit card uh, that I have uh, will text me. Did you mean to yeah. Yeah. 73% of the thing? I'm like, yeah, relax. Mm-hmm. The strip Mine's kind of constantly texting me going, uh, uh, someone tried to use your account to pay for OnlyFans. Like, yeah, I know, I know that guy. It's yeah. okay, you're good. He's a good guy. For work. He's a good guy. This is research. Strong right hand. Uh, 26% of people usually tip food delivery drivers at least 20% now. Yeah. That's down from 32% last year and 38% the year before because everyone was like, yeah. 20%. Uh, unless, unless, like, if you're a delivery driver, you get, if the bill is whatever, I'll 20% round it up so we have an even number. But if it's, uh, if I ordered 15 pizzas because I have my family here or whatever, I always try to give them a little bit more money, you know, they got to make a couple of trips. They got to get all the pizza there on time. You know, those are the people you got to think about. Yeah, but about. if you're tipping 20% on 15 pizzas for a delivery driver, you're tipping them a lot. Of okay. Money. All right. Yeah. But I, I mean, just pay attention to the, to the work that they're doing. Yeah. For yeah. sure. So right. You bring in one pizza, just give them a couple bucks. But they're going to pick it up and then deliver it. It's not like sitting down at a restaurant and having them serve you. Right. So right. that's but why if, I feel like 20%. But it's only 20% on, on $20 as opposed to $50. Right. I get and that. The, the other thing is if I order a pizza and it's delivered to me in, in its entirety hot, Within a certain amount of time, damn right, I'm tipping. I'm very happy with that. Yeah. Can I tell I you? I eat a pizza's face right now. <laughs> Can I tell you the problem with pizza? You have to eat pizza at the place. Once it, I mean, that's yeah. the best. Once yeah. it's delivered, it's totally different. Mm-hmm. It's totally different. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad, but it's different. No, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. If you sit down in the place, man, mm-hmm. it's so much better. You guys like cold pizza? Yeah, who doesn't? It's not nearly. I, you as... know, I know a lot of people who don't like cold pizza. Actually, oh, I'm really sure weird. we have some in my refrigerator right now. Oh. Uh, people in the Midwest, they say, are the biggest tippers when ordering out. Uh, and then finally, despite uh, the tipping fatigue, we're gearing up to leave even bigger tips than usual over the next month or so. 65% of us usually tip more around the holidays. Depends on what it is. 
Yeah. And it depends on the person. You want to try and help them out a little bit. You know what I mean? You tip the garbage man? I don't particularly like my garbage man. Mm. I, I felt, I've seen them break my garbage cans. Oh. I've seen them uh, leave little notes because they were too close to each other. They're just lazy and they don't yeah. do anything. Now, don't get me wrong. That's their job and I get it, but they don't do anything for me to go, I should tip them. Unlike my pool guy who keeps my pool sparkling <laughs> right. every time. And you see and you know, like if you're tipping the garbage man, how are you tipping him? Are you taping it to the can or are you running I out there whenever that. they come to pick it up? Yeah, or, I used to put it on the can. What are you doing? And also like my, uh, you know, you think, uh, oh, you tip your mail person. But I, I have like 90 different people that uh, I've never deliver seen mail. my mail person. In and it. they deliver. And also my garbage guys, uh, 7 a.m. this time. 3 p.m. Oh, next time. Yeah. Uh, this time, 1230. I don't like my mail lady either. She one day I was having a roof put on my home uh, I, from Walsh. Uh-huh. I had a porta potty in my driveway, and I had to park the car on the street. And she pulled up and she was like, "I know you have a lot going on, but you're blocking the mailbox." So I go, "Oh, I got a porta potty in my goddamn driveway. Where do you want me to go?" I don't even want a mailbox. There's you're nothing right? that comes no. in my mailbox no. that no. I need at all. No, like if I could just not have a mailbox, I'd be okay with that. Although I do wish that my mailbox kind of worked like the bank thing, where they just put it in and would suck it yeah. right into my house. <laughs> Yeah. All my billing is online. Everything. I don't need mail at all. What yeah. if somebody wants to write you a letter, though? Handwritten. <laughs> I, email. I got an eye exam, and then they called me, and they said, uh, you have a bill that you have to... I go, oh, okay. I'll pay for it. Can I pay just over the phone or on your website? Or, no, you have to mail it in, or you can <laughs> drop it by. And I go, I'm sorry. Do I need to ride my uh, covered wagon over there? I go, what are you talking... And they're like, yeah, those are the only ways. And I go, That's why I didn't pay, because you're sending it in the mail yeah. and I'm like tossing it in the trash. You know I, what I mean? My, my wife goes to the mail. I've, I've not opened my mailbox in a decade. I'm not even exaggerating. Also, <laughs> when they, when they mail second, second request, important personal, Mike, how do I open it up? And it's like, our mortgage rates are so low. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Now you're, you're prank calling me through the mail. Yeah. Like or, it or it looks like it's handwritten and you yeah. open it up and it's like, bless you and your family yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And we'd love to, well, let's get out of here. It has the knows. opposite effect on me. I hate you people. I'll never use it. Uh, a man in Tennessee was arrested for DUI while driving children on Santa's train during a parade last Saturday. Uh, witnesses say that he was driving erratically yeah. and the police found meth and other drugs on him. Oh. Hey, kids, get on the train. Oh, well, that's just snow. <laughs> Tis the season. Uh, a guy in Michigan hit the lottery and didn't even know that he entered it. Uh, Michigan's lottery site has an online game you can play to earn entries into their second chance jackpot what? giveaway. This guy just liked those games and was playing it and had no idea that he was winning entries into this. <laughs> he got an email from them saying that he won four hundred and sixteen thousand wow. dollars. But he thought it was a scam. I, was, oh. I wouldn't believe it. Yeah, yeah he thought it was a scam. But I eventually, uh, I guess, they got a hold of him and <laughs> told him, hey, oh dude, you want almost, almost half a million dollars. <laughs> they probably sent him a letter in the mail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, tossed it away. Oh, my God. Uh, this is pretty interesting and good for us because we do have a group text. Someone came up with a list of rules for group text. Oh, okay. Man, I feel like I violate a lot of these. You might. They include no more than 12 people. They say six is ideal, which we okay. have. Okay. There's uh, a, a massive group text with my family, like, and it's like 25 people. Yeah. I, I always remove myself so from it. That's the thing. It's too much. Everybody, they make family texts, and then they always go, how long until Michael removes himself? Oh, right out. Yeah. That's so much. Oh, by the way, the day I found out you could do that, that was a dream oh, come yeah. true. <laughs> uh, they say that uh, new members must be approved first. For putting into all? the group yeah. test. Okay. Yeah, yeah, don't I just agree. throw somebody in there. Uh, zero pressure to respond in a timely fashion. If you don't want to respond, don't mm-hmm. respond. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if it's work-related group chat, 
No texting on the weekends. That's not true with us. Though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can I add a little level to this? Yeah. This is not about group chats. It's about speakerphone car conversations. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, I have to tell you, if it wasn't for Bobby Kelly, I probably wouldn't find the importance in this. Uh, but when we call each other, we have number one rule. If there's I, people in the car, you got to tell them there's people it. in the yeah. car. No, got absolutely. It. I, I literally yeah. will ask you sometimes. I'll yeah. go, hey, can you talk? You alone? Because there's things, sensitive things. Sure. I mean, we could be having a personal conversation about finances or something that aren't anybody else on the show's business. And you don't want anybody to, you know, just put it out there. But um, Bobby is like, he, one day, this is a couple of years ago, he called me and we were talking. And then my wife chipped in and he goes, you're in the car with your wife? I go, the whole family. Dude, rule number one, you got to disclose that information. You got to tell me you're violating rule number one. And he's right. So now whenever like I call anybody, I like Mike Olivero, I talked to him yesterday, and I go, hey, Mike, you're in the car, and my wife is here. Don't talk about your wiener like you usually do when you call me. And he's like, oh, no, no, I won't. But you, that's the that's the thing. I don't really have anything to hide, and, but I don't want you to start going, hey, don't tell anybody, but I have erectile dysfunction. Like, <laughs> yeah. hey, well, hold on, my wife is here. Or sometimes Pete will be like, Dude, you know who's got the most smoking hot ass I've ever seen? I go, oh, hold on, let me ask Juliana. She uh, yeah. me. <laughs> doesn't care at all. <laughs> uh, so I hate to tell you, Mike, refrigerators, old news. Oh, oh no, what's old next? Old news. There's a new trend, people having second dishwashers. Hmm. We don't even use the first one. Well, uh, it's so that you can do more cleaning at once, including the pans. Uh, people are asking, is that a good idea, bad idea? But Two dishwashers. Pan, the pans you can cook or clean so easily. Yeah, it's just like a... And you're not, you should not put your pans or knives in right. the dishwasher. Oh. oh. I We don't use our dishwasher. Amanda washes everything by hand occasionally I'll wash a dish or two. Like, like if I'm cooking and I only have like two things in the thing, I'll probably clean them. But uh, she does not like the dishwasher. It's quicker for her to do it the other way and they get cleaner and they don't have streaks and all that stuff. I don't like the dishwasher either, but I do enjoy living with Joe because if I leave dishes in the sink, he'll walk by and go, hey man, you don't have to be afraid to put those in the dishwasher. <laughs> Just You're not going to break them. Yeah. It'll be, probably also, be okay. Side note, I do have two dishwashers. Oh, You have yeah, two dishwashers? I do. Nice. One's in the outdoor, outdoor kitchen. <laughs> I will, Don't tell me there's a trend that I'm not all over it. I will uh, walk by the counter and there'll be a uh, LaCroix or a uh, Dunkin' yeah. cup or whatever. And I'll go to my wife. I go, hey, uh, I put a trash can right here <laughs> in, the, uh, in the kitchen now. So it makes it super convenient yeah. where you could just throw it in there. Uh, my kids leave water bottles oh. all over the goddamn house and it drives me insane. <laughs> it's like signs. So You're I, right. I pick them up and I just throw them out. <laughs> no, and she, the good thing is, is that uh, we need that water for the coffee machine. Yeah. So we just put them over by the coffee machine or the dog's bowls. Yeah. So we always have we always have a use for the water. Yeah, I do that a lot where there's like a half a liquid death and I go, guess what, guys? Drinking yeah. liquid death. Yeah. You guys are cool. Fancy dogs. Uh, so would you rather see your favorite artist in concert or go see your favorite team play in the Super Bowl? Uh, someone polled 2,000 Americans and uh, favorite artist was the top pick for that one. They asked people to name the top events they'd splurge on more than $300 a ticket. What would you say? I, Wait, so I tell would you I yesterday. rather go see my favorite <laughs> band or, or, or go see the Bucks in the Super Bowl? Yeah. Or the Lightning in the same? Oh, it was Super Bowl. It was Super Bowl. Oh, it's hard to say. I'd pick sports. I'd pick entertainment. I think because I just went to a Super Bowl with the Bucks, I might, 
I don't know, man. It's hard to say. If you told me They're I can so go to Pearl Jam or I can go for the 900th time. But, or the- but here's the thing is you can see your favorite band all the time. Yeah. You can't necessarily yeah. see your team in the Super Bowl. But then again, the Super Bowl is like going there. I don't like really like to go to the live games. It's not, you know. I got to go to the best Super Bowl. Right. I got to see the Steelers in Tampa with my dad. Steelers won. Yeah. Exciting game. I got One to go the to the best Super Bowl. Best- I got to see the Buccaneers play for the first time in their home stadium. Play the Mahomes. And, and you uh, left early. And they won. I didn't know. Oh. And they won. And it was the greatest quarterback in the history of the game. So right, I, we cool. lucked out on oh, that Oh, you one. guys are so cool. Got to go to Super Bowl with your team. <laughs> How cool you must be. That was be. my second Super Bowl. Uh, stop betting against them. Um, <laughs> the first one, I didn't uh, I, I didn't care. I It was the Giants-Ravens. And I kind of liked the Ravens better. But I, the Giants were yeah. my other team. So I didn't really care who won, but still the best halftime show, the best entertainment. That was great. That was your, Super Bowl was awesome. Your team in the Super Bowl happens so few and far between. Right. You, you got to pick that. Who do you do? You have a rock and roll Hall of Famer for your halftime show? Do I pick? You mean, no, who did I, you? Who, what, oh no, no, no! It was I got to go to that MTV one that was Britney and oh yeah, in uh, sync. Well, it had some Aerosmith yeah. Hall of yeah, Fame. It was awesome. Uh, I got to see Springsteen. In the perfect amount, oh, like yeah. four song medley. Yeah. I was like, "That's it, Bruce. Two, three, You're not doing three hours, buddy. Uh, You're not doing three hours." <laughs> yeah, who was? And I, I got to see the weekend, which I, I'm not a huge fan, but I didn't think it was bad. Like everybody else said, it was a little video and live production. I thought it went pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I remember the weekend <laughs> at the bar crawl? Some guy, little guy with like a wool hat and glasses and like a beard that looked like he drew it on. Whatever, <laughs> like bumped into me from behind, and I go, "Oh, sorry, was I in your way?" Uh, like as he and he just didn't even know. And I go, "Look at the weekend over here." <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, yesterday I spent some serious uh, cash on Pantera and Lamb of God. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, I got uh, two different, actually. I got floor seats and I got other seats. So. Just to make sure. Yeah, yeah, just seeing what's going on. And I got David Spade tickets yesterday, too. So I spent a lot of money. Don't forget your Tom Segura pre-sale tickets go on sale today, too. Yeah. Uh, so they asked people to name the top events they'd splurge on. Uh, tickets $300 or more. Here are the top five that they had. Your favorite artist in concert, 76% would do it or have no, done, done it before. That, yeah. uh, your favorite team in the Super Bowl, yep. 64% said. Uh, the NBA Finals, 47% said. No, uh, I wouldn't go to the NBA Finals unless Michael not- Jordan called and said you want to sit next to Jack Nicholson. Yeah, but also you're not really a basketball fan. So. Right. Although, you know, if I was ever out in L.A. and Jay Moore was like, hey, you want to go to a game? I'd go to a game with him. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, this one, Taylor Swift, 36% um, said, which I would imagine a lot of people. I've overpaid for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, Coachella was uh, 35%. Around mm-hmm. a third of us would also splurge to go see Beyonce, yeah. Metallica, yep. or Madonna. Yeah, I'm in on all of those. Madonna now? Uh, yeah, it's still kind of like I've never seen her. Yeah, but that face doing like a virgin <laughs> yeah. is uh, scoring. I mean, she's like a virgin because she's going to touch her. Dude, I've seen Metallica so many times, I don't think I would pay a lot at this point. I wouldn't splurge. No. But if you told me they were playing in that dome thing, I might go check that out. Yeah. I got to tell you, last time I saw Metallica was uh, for their Hardwired tour, and uh, Josh hooked me up, and I was down in the snake pit. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're literally like r- right next to us playing and stuff. You could feel the fire and stuff. Oh, They're we, awesome every single time. Yeah. They played Tropicana Field and we sat on the stage on the right to the to the right of the thing and it was great until the pyro started going off and the stage manager did not want us up on stage so 
They were like, is there another pyro? And he'd go, no. And then it would blow off right <laughs> next to us. You know, it was rough. My wife does not like the uh, explosions and pyro and stuff. She doesn't like that stuff. And we were going to go to Kiss. And she goes, well, they have pyro. I go, oh, oh, Kiss. Kiss. Are you kidding me? I, I think of Amanda. We were dating at the time we were married. And it was it was uh, Metallica, Creed, and Kid Rock at Tropicana Field. Oh, wow. And we watched uh, most of the shows from the side of the stage. Amanda didn't know one Metallica song. <laughs> They were probably making her face bleed from being up there. I mean, she and she had no idea the idea that she was on stage with Metallica. Right, right. So none of it was a positive for her. Uh, it's funny. I saw a video the other day of uh, guys in the front row with uh, sticks with marshmallows for uh, Ramstein, uh, and they were holding up <laughs> the, the flames going and stuff. The last time um, WrestleMania was in Orlando. My son, it was like 10 at the time, 11, and he was way into WWE at that point. Yeah. And I paid a lot of money for those tickets. Oh, yeah. We, we went to the one, uh, not the last, well, we went to the last couple ones yeah. in Orlando, yeah. Dude, I've seen Metallica so many times. I mean, I've seen them for uh, Master of Puppets and Justice for All, all these different stuff. I saw uh, Metallica with Godsmack out in Pensacola, and Metallica, when they did one, they rattled my chest with the explosions <laughs> and the helicopter sound. I was like, oh my God, it's too loud. I saw them with Limp Biscuit. Oh yeah. It was the summer sanitarium tour. And uh, it was Lincoln Park, Limp Biscuit, Mudvayne, Deftones, and Metallica at uh, the dump stadium in Orlando. It was too loud for us, Carmen. It was awesome. Know. That was a great night. I, I tried to think of the artists I've seen the most. And I, I would say Pearl Jam, but I think it might be Billy Joel. Yeah. Which that's coming up too. Forgot about that. Yeah, Billy Jones staying the most. I've seen Metallica a lot. I've seen Jason Bonham a lot in different iterations. So I've seen Bonham with his band Bonham. I've seen him do Led Zeppelin Evening. I've seen him with the Circle with Sammy Hagar. I've seen, you know, a lot of yeah. Different he's things. been a lot of different things. <laughs> the uh, band I know I've seen a ton of times is Seven Dust. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Seven Dust, yeah. Which Seven Dust can't get away from. Yeah. I bet I've seen Seven Dust 40 times. Yeah. <laughs> Just because like, on various like festivals and tours. And What's uh, the other band? Shinedown. Shinedown. Yeah. I've yeah. seen them many times, too. Mine is Zugma, for sure. I've seen them so many times before they broke up. They Sad. broke up? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's internal differences, you know. You bro- they broke up. You broke up. I know. Everything's breaking Come up. Come on, man. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> uh, by the way, Carmen, I have an extra pair of uh, Pantera and Lamb of God if you <laughs> okay. want to go. Okay. Thank you. Oh, yes. Let me know. Uh, the poll found the average <laughs> ticket buyer has gone to four concerts in the past year. I've gone to four concerts in the past week. Right. Uh, Gen Z, they say, goes to the most events overall. I don't know about that. I got to go Gen X, man. Yeah, I agree Gen with Gen X. X. We go to a lot. We go to a lot. I know, but my son will go to every show he can get his hands on. Uh, and speaking of concerts that we go to, I saw this with the headline uh, for uh, Metal Sucks. I don't know if you follow them, whatever. They said, uh, your dad is going to this concert and it better be over by 9 o'clock. <laughs> Sammy Hagar and Michael Anthony are heading the road next summer. Uh, and they said that they'll go, quote, deep into the Van Halen catalog. And they're bringing along Joe Satriani on guitar and Jason Bonham on drums. It is the uh, best of all worlds tour, I think is what they're calling it. They will be uh, at the amphitheater with Loverboy as the opener on, uh, it's a Sunday night, July 14th, 2024. couple of things. I'm going to say these things and people are going to get mad at me and I don't care. I'm just being honest. I prefer to see Sammy with Van Halen over Dave. I've seen it with Dave twice now. It was great to see it happen. It was great the first time it happened. You saw, you saw Skittly Scoot, Scoot, yes. Dance and Dave with the short hair. Yeah, and stuff. I, if you I know. go to 1983 right. and see it, I right. would do that in a second. But the Dave that I saw with Van Halen was non-eventful. 
the Sammy Hagar shows that I've seen, the music that they make, I'm excited to see a Sammy Hagar Van Halen show because I want to be there for all the Van Halen songs. I listened to them yesterday as they made the announcement. They did it on Howard Stern's show in the morning, and I'm positive that this tour will be great. I will enjoy it, but they did not sound great yesterday. And Sammy said, look, it's 7 o'clock in the morning. I'm not used to singing this early, and his voice was cracky and not good. He couldn't hit any of the high notes. Um, Joe Satriani, not Eddie Van Halen. He is, although a fantastic guitar player, too much. He's a noodler, and there's too much noodling in there during the try. Eddie was very technical. He's very noodly, and it just didn't. It didn't. It sounded like Joe well, Satriani playing he, Van Halen. Yeah. So here's the big thing. Like you said, Joe Satriani is great, but he's putting his own stuff in there. And what people overlook for Eddie Van Halen is how good of a rhythm guitar player was. Mm-hmm. You think Eddie Van Halen, you think Eruption, you think Lead, you think that stuff, but he had such a groove that's in there, and then he's throwing in fills and doing these little doing yeah. stuff, and you're like, okay, but that's not in the song. And I know that you're going to put a little bit of your own spice in there and stuff, but I think it will sound great once I, they're I, out I, there I'm and doing I'm sure it. I will love the tour. Uh, Jason Bonham on drums, you can't go wrong. Michael Anthony is the best it, not only is he a good bass player, but he's the best backup singer. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to sing lead on some of the songs, and uh, I think it'll be awesome, and I'm looking forward to it. It just well, it didn't sound great yesterday. Yeah, so when they uh, are out Sammy in the Circle, uh, Michael Anthony does Ain't Talking About Love. He sings lead on that, and Sammy said, he goes, I'll sing some of Dave's stuff. You know, he goes, I did it when I was with Van Halen, so I would like to see what they're going to do. I mean, i got to imagine Panama that they're going to throw in there. Will they do Hot for Teacher? We'll have to see. But also, he invited Alex Van Halen. He said, listen, I call, text, email Alex all the time. He goes, the thing that Alex used to say to me all the time was, hey, we're not getting any younger. He goes, so I tell him, Alex, we're not getting any younger. We're out here doing this if you want to come out. So he said, of course, with Joe Satriani in the band, any guitar player that's in town is going to come see Joe Satriani. Sure. He goes, so they're more than welcome to get up with us and uh, play and do that stuff. Yeah, and he, Sam is a fun guy. This is going to be a fun tour. And he even said, he goes, I welcome David Lee Roth to come out with us. He goes, if he wants to get up and do some songs, he goes, I would love that. He goes, that would be great. Now, I to me, I think that I wish I would have seen the two of them together. Sammy, Dave. Yeah, yeah. but but and the thing I always want to see is Sammy do Sammy, Dave do Dave, and then they do a couple of crossovers. But they, Sammy was very honest. He said Dave can't hit those notes, so it's hard for him to sing those songs. Yeah, Dave can't sing Sammy stuff. No, but then Sammy said yesterday on Howard's show, he said that uh, Howard brought up Dreams. He said one of my favorite songs you guys have. You hardly ever do it live. He said, because I can't believe I ever hit those notes yeah, ever. Yeah. He's like, it's just too high. It's too hard to do. He didn't sound bad yesterday. Like I had nothing that made me go, oh, I don't want to see them. But wasn't as impressive as I thought it was going to be. It yeah. was kind of, you know, you early got all morning, those musicians. Yeah, yeah early yeah. morning and you got, uh, it never really relays well over radio whenever right. you're playing live. You know what I mean? It's just like award shows and stuff. It never really does that well. If you're there and you got a beer and it's outside and you're at the amphitheater, you got it all comes those a lot. Eddie Van Halen keyboard tracks to play underneath what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that will make it sound fuller and better. So didn't I, you, didn't I'll you just go. see Sammy Hagar? I did, the, yeah. I just saw him over at the sound. And, and did he play Van Halen songs oh, yeah. there? Yeah, they, they he five. said so they we, do five every five. Every circle, yeah. So, do you think this tour is just hype, or is it going to be like no. something incredibly different? It's so all Van Halen. He, he said what they're going to do. He goes, normally we'll do like five Van Halen songs, then a lot of my stuff and Montrose and different. Uh, he goes, we do some Zeppelin, whatever. He goes, this we're going to kind of flip it. It's going to be mostly Van Halen. He goes, and we'll do a couple of my songs, and right. you know, so mm-hmm. do it that way. So I would imagine that you know I can't try fifty five. Uh, heavy metal, like a couple of those songs, and then the majority of it is going to be Van Halen, uh, Sammy Van Halen, and some of Dave Van Halen. Right. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. 
Listen, either way, I'm going to go see it. Sammy Hagar puts on a great show. Yeah. Like I said before, like he, we've been talking about who could take over for Jimmy Buffett. He could take over for uh, the Jimmy Buffett, come out, yeah. party, have a great time. I just feel like, they, isn't that what they were kind of doing anyways? You know what I mean? Well, they just did the Sammy stuff, and they yeah. did, you know, just uh, finish what you started. Right, they did right. Pound Cake. They you did know, Led Zeppelin. A couple did, of ones, yeah. yeah. But uh, now they're going to go deeper and do some of the other stuff, like, you know, somebody give me a doctor. Yeah. Uh, you know, if they do, uh, fair warning, d- different stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. But uh, it'll be exciting to see for sure. Uh, how about this? I don't know if you've heard of this guy, Bert Kreischer. Not familiar. <laughs> uh, Bert Kreischer, this is from the New York Post, by the way, is apparently a man of many, many talents. As the uh, beginning of the Netflix Cup in Las Vegas went on air on Tuesday, the uh, comedian could be seen making a beeline to stop a woman who was protesting <laughs> from interrupting the event. Uh, the protester appeared to hold a, a sign urging Formula One cut, uh, to cut ties with the Iditarod dog sled race. As the 51-year-old Kreischer grabbed the woman, she was screaming about something about uh, more than 150 dogs, blah, 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 and he grabs her. Uh, camera quickly cuts away, uh, and you don't see what happened after that, but we do have some video on Bone TV. Uh, it, we don't have the audio. It's not great audio. You can just hear it, but look at Bert. <laughs> Yeah, I saw a couple of different angles of it. It's great. Where is this uh, golf thing in England? Uh, Las Vegas. Vegas. Oh, Vegas. There, yeah, <laughs> so they have the Formula One drivers out there because they have the big race going on, and it's a big weekend that they're doing. Yeah, I didn't realize golfers. it, uh, and I text Bert. I need to talk to Bert about something, and I said, hey, when you're not busy, I, mean, I didn't realize you were so busy. When you're not tackling ladies. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like you know, the sphere there is in yeah. the background. When it first starts, I really want to go in that sphere. Uh, so they said the sphere has lost uh, like hundred million dollars. Was it like hundred million? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but I mean, I, the guy, the CEO re- or the CFO resigned. But nobody, I mean, even if you sell that thing out for every show, first of all, you started out with you too, so you know you're paying them out the ass. Yeah, it's it's the amount of money that you're having to put out that's going to happen for the first couple. I years. guess I, I read that the uh, construction cost too. Went like way over the initial budget. Yeah, so they, uh, it's going to happen the first time you create something that majestic. Yeah, you're going to take a bath on it, and then all of a sudden they're going to be everywhere, and you go, "Remember the first one? We lost two hundred million dollars." It's going to be closing like three years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sad news, guys. Uh-oh. Young Sheldon will end Aww. with its upcoming you know why he's season. not so young anymore. Yeah. Uh, it returns to CBS on February 15th, and this will be the last season. That's yeah. bad. I managed oh, to avoid Young Sheldon, which doesn't sound like it'd be hard, except my daughter really likes it. <laughs> uh, oh. yeah. She was walking around on her iPad just watching it all the time, and I managed to avoid that show. Uh, did anybody see the stuff about Will Smith trending yesterday? Yeah. Yes. So... Uh, I saw a lot of comments of uh, if you're from L.A., you've known this for years is what they say. But uh, Will Smith, now this is what they say, Will Smith's best friend and former assistant, brother Bilal, uh, claim, brother Bilal. claims that he walked in on uh, Dwayne Martin having sex with Will Smith. Dwayne Martin is an actor as well. If you look him up, you can find yeah. out. But we have uh, uh, some video. He was on a podcast talking about it, and here is uh, Brother Bilal talking about Will Smith. Did you email that to me? Oh, you know what? I sure didn't. <laughs> okay. oh, I said that. I want to hear it. I do have I do have the clip from TMZ, if that's the one. Play, that... Just play that one. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Okay. That's my bad. Okay, here we go. You looked at my Instagram, Mm -hmm. you see the hundreds of celebrities that I've done business with, you know, done things with. During the latter years of our relationship, Will was not my friend. I was his friend. I was around before they had Trey. Jada was the woman that everybody wanted. And Will 
needed that validation to have that. You're used to something the size of a baby leg, and you come in with a pinky toe. There's nothing you can do to please her. You can buy her 80 cars. You can get her 80 private jets. If she's itching for that baby leg, she want that baby leg. You can beat a person so much that they fall into submission. And who needs enemies when they got friends like you? Oh, I could tell you what goes on on the inside. Everybody else is just speculation. Somebody told me I made my pictures in the book. You know, your, yeah, your picture's in the book and your name is in the book. Maybe. And, and, and it's like we said, who cares? But it is kind of fun to know, out of, yeah. just out of curiosity. Um, there was a lot of those rumors going on about a lot of the, a lot of Hollywood people. One of the guys that they say is, that he says is not gay, but enjoys uh, the backdoor stuff is Suge Knight. Uh, I'm sorry, not Suge Knight, uh, Dr. Dr. Dre. Yeah. Yeah. Suge Knight says that about Dr. Dre all the time. He's not gay, but he likes to have that stimulation from that area and that he'll do take it from whoever. And then we, you know, we hear these stories about Marlon Brando and Richard Pryor and, and Paul Mooney and all this. Puff Daddy. Mm-hmm. I think Galvin was off on his dates when he said there'll be a time where everybody's just banging everybody. I yeah. think it happened already. No, 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 no. It's Hollywood, no, no, no. baby. I said 2050. Yeah. We're in 2023. 2050 is the right date. Because so? people are doing it, but they're still keeping it right. secret. Yeah. So until you, it's you got another twenty-seven years, and then everybody's just banging everybody. Yeah. It's and not open about it. Yeah, yeah. And I'll be too old to bang anybody. Completely accepted. I mean, think about it now. How we're working so hard to accept everyone that in twenty-seven years it's gonna be like, yeah, that's nobody fine. cares. Yeah, yeah nobody oh, cares. And good. you'll be in the nursing home. That is STD city, baby. Oh man, <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. A Spanish one like this. <laughs> uh, most, most of us will be gone by then. Uh, and then finally in news, one bad character or performance can sink an entire movie, even if the rest of the movie is decent. Uh, they have a list of the 10 movies that were ruined by one awful character. And I got to tell you, number one, I agree with, and you're not going to. Ooh. Yeah. I know one that I don't really agree with, but I hear it comes up a lot is uh, Jar Jar Binks yep. in The Phantom Menace Star Wars. Number three, Jar Jar Binks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, played know. by Ahmad Best. Not that bad. Not that bad. No. It was a character. That poor guy just wanted to be in a Star Wars yeah. movie, and now he's forever Jar Jar Binks. And yeah. he's never... It was too like hokey. jokey, yeah. hokey. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was just too much of that. But, like, you like Star Wars because it's serious and stuff's going on, whatever, and there's action, and then every once in a while, there's that one-liner, you're like, oh, uh, that was good, Harrison Ford, or yeah. whatever, you know. But Jar Jar was too like, <laughs> you know, just dancing around and stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so Jar Jar is on there. That's a perfect example. He comes in at number three. I know I have a lot of these, but I can't think of any of them right now. Uh, surprisingly, there is one on here, Mike, that you have said before. You thought that she did a uh, bad... Uh, I know I've said this before, but I can't remember who it is. Uh, Cameron Diaz in Gangs of New York. Oh, Gangs of oh, New York. Yeah. 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 Like, there are so many better actresses yeah. that would have been better for that. She's and- amazing. In what? She is good, but not in that. Nah, yeah, yeah. The way she great. plays that role, she for some reason she doesn't. She overacts. She doesn't fit. I don't know. She's just too. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a. If you would have given me somebody who is still pretty but yet a little dirty, and uh, I know exactly who is. Uh, what is her name from? Uh, is it Homeland or whatever? Uh, Claire Claire Danes. Claire Danes in that role would have been great. Yeah. Not pretty enough. Not because pretty it had to be somebody that uh, that Leonardo DiCaprio and everybody kind of fell in love with. Eh, she's pretty hot. Yeah, 
I don't know. I, that's one of my favorite movies, and I don't mind Cameron Diaz in it. I just think it could have been better. Yeah. Uh, what about what's her name that is so hot you wanted to punch your wife? <laughs> oh, there's been a few of those. <laughs> Which, uh, from Pirates of Caribbean. Yeah, that oh. was the one I was thinking. Yeah. 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 Keira Knightley. Keira Knightley. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Keira Knightley made me mad at my wife because yeah. she wasn't as pretty as Keira Knightley. I wish she never went away. Yeah, she was She's gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, who are some of the other ones? What are some of the other ones you think of? Uh, some of these uh, Fantastic Beast, uh, where to find mm. them? Some I don't know who that is. Uh, paranormal Activity, no, whatever. Uh, There's always like one whiny girl that screws everything up. <laughs> Did it say Johnny Depp in the uh, Fantastic Beasts? Uh, no, oh, okay. it's Chocolat. Uh, uh, <laughs> he played Grindelwald. Played by Eddie uh, Redmayne. Oh, uh, uh, Newt Scamander. That's the main oh, yeah. character. That's well, well, the main guy. They say they didn't it is like the him. most annoying. That's great. Is it? Is yeah. it? Yeah. He's literally the lead of the yeah, movie. Yeah. <laughs> What are some of the other ones? How about uh, Remy Malik in No Time to Die? Yeah, he was annoying in that. I didn't like it. A little over the top. I like Remy Malik, but that was weird. Uh, Willie Scott, played by Kate Capshaw in Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. Uh, She was appropriate. Is that that the blonde? Yeah. You needed that whiny kind of save me girl. Uh, the problem with this, according to him, is the way they cut the movie and did the stuff. But they say Jared Leto, the Joker from Suicide Squad. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, he looked like he was really into it and doing it and stuff. But they, I guess they cut a they lot did. of the stuff. So yeah. it made the performance not that great. That whole movie was a mess, I, feel, I felt. Yeah, but it could have been good. It really yeah. I got to tell you, the whole story of Margot Robbie with him and she was the doctor and then they jump in the acid pit. I'm like, this doesn't make any yeah, sense at all. It looked cool it and did. it had a good cast, but it just didn't. I don't know. Uh, so then uh, Mickey Rooney from Breakfast at Tiffany's, where he plays a Japanese guy, Mr. Yunoshi, uh, which is just racist, yeah. I guess, yeah. you know, probably not the greatest thing. Yeah. Number one, they say, number one uh, character or performance that uh, sunk the entire movie, even though the movie was good. You're not going to like it. It's a newer one. It All came right. out in the last couple of years. Any guesses? Mm. Any guesses? It was a big movie. Big movie. It was a big movie. And I'm not gonna like it. You're not gonna like it. Can drama, I, drama, comedy. Or what's where's the uh, drama? Drama biopic. Okay. Oh, the uh, soprano thing. No. Oh, okay. Biopic. The queen. Um, no. Rum, okay. No. Rami Malek was great. Biopic. He was great in that. The Elvis. Uh, what character? Yeah. The, uh, the Tom Colonel. Hanks. Yeah, the Colonel. Tom oh, Hanks I, is Colonel Tom Parker. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Elvis. I agree. You have to do <laughs> it was so it was so bad and then the we, guy didn't talk like that yeah you go look in interviews and he sounds nothing he like has, that he barely has an accent yeah. Yeah. Listen, he's I, like when elvis used to do the same blah, blah, blah. that's Foz lerman man to to take those characters and run with them so he created an evil sounding kind of guy yeah, like but, I, but I but think he was he did a great so job. foreign yeah, and yeah. So, yeah. And had he not been like the focal point of the movie, like narrating it, I think it could have been. If if the character was more subtle, like not the focus, it would have been. What I don't understand is why they didn't just go with his regular accent. Why didn't they? If they're going to do an accent, maybe that was a Tom Hanks. Also, you know who would have been so much better is Colonel Tom Parker than Tom Hanks. Who? Uh, John Goodman. John Goodman. Paul Giamatti. As I was John John Goodman would have been great. John Goodman is a Big, intimidating guy. Yeah, but the colonel, the colonel, the colonel was little. Was he really? Yeah. Giamatti would have been very Giamatti good. As well. yeah. Giamatti, but I'm saying like he that would have 
in your eyes go, oh, that's why Elvis is listening. He's older, he's right. bigger, yeah. he's you know, telling him, you got to do this, you got to <laughs> do this, and not. Elvis, if you don't do <laughs> it, I'm going to take your Cadillac from your mama. Oh, that's Elvis Chibo. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was just weird. When you came if they did a live-action Pinocchio movie and Tom Hanks is Geppetto yeah. and he talks almost the exact same way. Yeah. He's like, oh, Pinocchio. Oh. <laughs> the little boy come to life. Yeah, Tom Hanks shouldn't do accents. No. no. That's, what we, yeah. that's what we learned. Yeah, because then there was that movie. I don't think anybody even saw it. That uh, Otto or whatever it was. Oh, where yeah. He's what a was old, miserable son of a bitch. I have had a couple oh, people tell that, that movie was good. Yeah. Yeah. I watched that. It was Oof. all right. Oof. Yeah, I like Bill Murray's version better. That St. Vincent movie. That was good. Yeah. Can I just point out, you're too hot to be over in right? Gaza oh, yeah. or whatever you're doing. <laughs> Please stop it, lady. Oh, There's a lady God. with a helmet and a vest on that says press and stuff, but uh, stop being over there. Is she? Oh. Yeah, I know. Is she was. I, I, really yeah, I don't know. Dude. Yeah, the green screen glitches. <laughs> I don't believe anything. It just shows the... some guy moving a ladder behind her. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Bitter, you're in the scene. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, she's stunning. Who was it? I don't know. Uh, uh, so there you go. That is it for news. I, it's so funny. I was like, that's all he's got for news? It's 8.02 already. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, Galvin. Thank you. You got it. We will uh, take a break. When we come back from break, we will do a brand new open letter for the first time on time in many, many moments. Oh, man. Yesterday, guess who was here? Super Heat and Air. I tell I you that. Them. Call them to go to your house because they are here at my house. They came over for the uh, maintenance to tune up on all my uh, units. And last time they were here, they said, listen, you've got a uh, motor that's a little leaky. I said, oh, boy, here we go. And they said, what are we going to do? And they said, nothing. We're just going to keep an eye on it. And if it leaks a little more, we may eventually have to replace it. If not, we'll try to fix it and keep it. I was like, oh, that's a very honest approach. They could have been like, you need a whole new unit. And I wouldn't know. And then they came on yesterday and they said, it's a little bit leakier. You should probably fix it. Or you can let it go till it breaks down. And I said, no, 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 no. You think I want to go an hour without air conditioning? I don't care if it's in December or January. And they are coming back today to do the motor on that. And uh, they said everything else was good. And it's good to have peace of mind to know I go into the season, the holiday season, where I'm going to have guests come over my house. Temperature may change. I might have to put the heat on once or twice. I am ready to go. All you need to do is give them a call today if you were interested in doing that. Have them come on out and make sure you're all in tip-top shape for the winter. Uh, and if your electric bill is extra, extra high, as most of them have been, you may want to get a little tune-up on your unit, make sure it's running efficiently and not running overtime, and maybe that could be what is contributing to your high electric bill. Go to superheatandair.com. That is superheatandair.com. And have them come on out to you and uh, give you a tune-up. And if you're looking to get a new unit, no interest and no payments for 18 months. You can get it installed now and not pay for it or interest for 18 months only from superheatandair.com. We will take a break. Brand new open letter from Galvin is next on 102.5 The Bone. You're listening to The Mike Caltas Show on 102.5 The Bone. Now, a bone. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.